This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. So cabinet has approved the submission of the South African Broadcasting Corporation bill uh, of 2023 to parliament. It proposes changes to the TV license fees collection scheme. The public broadcaster has battled uh, has been battling cash flow challenges in recent years amid an increasingly competi- competitive broadcasting space in the digital air environment. While it is unclear what the new bill proposes, it is believed the TV license uh, may be scrapped in their current form and replaced by a ring-fenced tax regime to be enforced by the South African Revenue um, Service. Um, now, the in August, the broadcaster reported, that's SCBC, reported that 81.7% of TV license holders do not pay their annual fees or did not pay their annual fees for the 2021-22 financial year, contributing only 815 million of the total 4.45 billion rand TV license bill. Let's speak to Tinas Ferreira, who's an independent TV critic and writer. Tinas, good morning and thank you so much for joining us. Hello there. So, I mean, this problem with uh, TV licenses, it's been around, it's been with us uh, for a long time. It is clear that TV license in their current form, it just simply does not work and that something needs to change. So, maybe you're still too young, maybe I'm too, but (laughs) South Africa actually had dark licenses as well. We had uh, radio licenses as well. And the world has moved on. So there, uh, there are still a few countries in the world who also have uh, TV licenses, but they are they already uh, have put also the the wheels in motion to phase that out. So France will definitely uh, phase it out. I think by uh, uh, either later this year or early next year, the BBC mm. is going to get rid of their one. So it's finally uh, legislation uh, and our turn to also get rid of the TV license and sort of uh, rework it in the form of a general household levy. And that's how it sort of will work in uh, the United Kingdom and elsewhere as well. Because it is very important if a country has a public broadcaster for it to be funded. Mm. It's just become so cumbersome uh, to sort of put that um, onus on the individual customer yes. or consumer or citizen. And the other thing is the SABC spends millions, almost more money to try and uh, sort of outsource to debt collection agencies to mm. then get the money. So they will send you hundreds of SMSs that mm. cost more than the 265 rand that they eventually might get from mm, so that said, I mean, I know that uh, the details of the bill have yet to be made public here. The idea of a ring-fenced uh, tax, uh, um, is, uh, uh, what do you think about that proposal? And maybe before we even talk about the ring-fenced uh, tax, maybe let's go there. In fact, let's do that. The idea of a ring-fenced tax, which would uh, ensure that uh, you know, we pay for our TV license in inverted commas in much the same way as uh, you know, we pay value-added tax or something, is that the only way to go? I mean, uh, firstly, do we agree also that this is something we need to be paying for? 
I think we do need to pay for it. Mm. I don't think it will be added individually. I think it will just sort of come out of a government allocation in the way that they sort of pay mm. the Department of Health or something like that. It's, mm. it's not going to be like an individual line item on your, on your tax, your tax yeah. or mm. your tax return or whatever. That would just sort of replace one <laughs> uh, sort of uh, uh, cumbersome effort on the individual by by something else so and uh you also get people who are not eligible to pay for tax but they have a tv so it's not going to be like a, a really a individual new added it's not going to be like etols for instance it, 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 I, I don't think it will be able to really work like that of course uh with cabinet having approved the bill it will still go to the um uh, uh, to Parliament to be debated mm. uh, by the provinces, the National Council of Provinces, and the portfolio com- committees and things like that. So they're going to iron out exactly how that uh, process will work. Some of the other things that's also in there is they want to sort of streamline the board in terms of uh, restructuring, maybe reducing the number of members on the board and things like that. So all of that nitty-gritty and details will still be uh, debated in uh, Parliament. What about the, I mean, this one of the things I've always so, so found interesting is that, for example, um, why can, uh, and I think it has also been, uh, this is something that has also been explored, the idea that, uh, say, multi-choice, uh, who collect uh, fees, obviously, for, to, from their subscribers, because multi-choice does, or DSTV does carry um, SABC content, um, why can they not be made um, to pay for that? Um and also, how, uh, or at least, yeah, why hand over a portion of whatever they're collecting um, on the, you know, sub, from their subscribers to the SABC? And also, how does a, a an ETV, for example, then fit into the picture here? Because they don't get a cut of whatever TV licenses are or whatever people are paying for TV licenses. Yeah, so let me quickly say, so ETV is a, is a, is a private commercial broadcaster, although they're free to air, so shame they get nothing. Mm. Uh, they're sort of like the, uh, the normal shop who has to, or let's say that they're kind of like uh, also the, the private hospital. They have mm. to uh, make their money out of uh, uh, hospital patients who come in and pay for your uh, penicillin or whatever, as opposed to the state hospital. So they will never get uh, funny, uh, uh, money from uh, the uh, the public coffers, so to speak. Uh, multi-choice also is a private company, so you can't really give that private data or sort of collect on behalf of a public entity. I think it would be problematic because mm. then the SABC might go, oh, we want to monitor whether you're paying us enough. We want to see what's on your database or who the people are and things like that. I think it gets a little bit... Uh, uh, will have like privacy issues and things mm. like that there. Where multi-choice do pay or should pay is for when they carry the SABC's channels, like they currently just renewed that SABC TV news channel for another few years, and then they definitely pay the SABC okay. uh, quite a number of millions of rands for, for that. Thank you so much uh, to Tinas Ferreira, an independent TV critic and writer. I appreciate your time this morning. Thank you. So there you go. What do you think? I mean, do you have a problem? I, I, I want to know why it is that people do not pay their TV licenses. And uh, would you have a problem if then uh, this was a built-in tax or ring-fenced uh, tax that would uh, then uh, help to support the SABC in lieu of um, these um, TV licenses that clearly no one is paying?
You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.